Nedarim Dav Samach Hayt, the last thing we were discussing was an Ara Morasa, a woman between the age of 12 and 12 and a half who's engaged to be married to someone with Kiddushin and Nirusin. Um, her father and her future husband, both in partnership, annul the vow. And the Gemara explained it to us from Pesukim. We said the Pesukim, in regards to uh, an annulment, are split into three. There's a single girl under the age of 12 and a half. There's the middle set of Pesukim who talk about a married woman, and the last set that talks about a married woman. So we're, we were explaining that the middle set is talking about Anara Morasa, that both her father and her future husband, both together, annul the vow. And we explained it from Pesukim. And with that, we're starting Samachet Amudalev, first word on the page. The Gemara is going to bring a different uh, source to why Anara Morasa, both her father and her future husband, annul the vows. They bear Bishmael Tana. In the Shiva Bishmael, they brought up the source as follows at the end of the Psukim of Hafarat Nidarim, it says, Ben Ishlishto, Ben Av Lebito. And the fact that you put these two together, husband and wife and father and daughter, from here we learn that an engaged Na'ara, her father and her future husband, they annul the vow. And we're understanding that she has to be by her husband's house to be completely away from her father. So we see Na'ara is still Bebet Abiyah. Even though she's engaged, she's still Bebet Abiyah. And he also has a right to annul her vow. So the Gemara asks, Okay, according to he wants to learn from Ben Ish Leishto, Ben Avlebito. Okay, What does he do with that Pasuk? So the Gemara explains, He would explain it like the other Drasha of Rabbana. Oh, there's a Gersa change to Rabba with a He. Rabba taught that if the husband dies, then she goes back to her parents, and her father is the one who annuls her vows again. He learns from Imhayot here, it's like a double marriage. It means she got married, she went back to her father, and then she's back at her second husband. So we're comparing both engagements one to the other. The same way the fa- in the first, uh, the first one, the father is the only one who could annul. Same thing in the second uh, engagement, second uh, Irusin, the father is the only one who could uh, annul. So based on that, and we have to ask on Rabba, So that pasuk that the Ber Bishmael brought, Ben Ben what do you do with that pasuk? So the Gemara explains that Rabba would answer me, It's coming to tell me that the husband has a right uh, to annul vows only that have to do between him and her. Things that either have to do with uh, tashmish, things that have to do with her making herself suffer, things like that. So now the Gemara has a question. When the husband of Anara Morasa, when he does his part of the annulment, what is he doing? Is he cutting his part of the vow? And there, let's say there's one string left on it. Or is he weakening the vow and the father just steps in and completely uh, knocks it out? So the Gemara asks a question. What's going on here? What are you talking about? What's the case? What's the nafkami now? What's going on? So the Gemara explains. A woman said she's not going to eat these two olives. 
Vishama Arus Veferla and her Arus heard and he annulled right away. Vachaltinun and she ate it. Now Iamrinan Migazgayiz if we said that the Arus cut off his side, then Lakya, she gets Makot because she ate one side. So let's say uh, these two Zetim, one of them uh, was Mufar, the other one is not. So if she ate both of them, then she ate the one that was not annulled, and therefore she gets Makot. And the, the Ran brings the Rashba, who asks a question, that although we hold in Masechet Shavuot, that on a neder, even if you tasted even a little bit, even kol shehu, you still get the makot. So you could say one of three answers. Either over here we hold like the the mandamar, the rabbi who holds that you need a kazait, or nefkamina would be if it, it was a swear, not a vow, and by a swear you need a kazait. Or number three, the question is legabe korban makot. Maybe she gets makot, but in order to bring a korban, there needs to be a kazait. So again, if uh, if the if the arus is cutting it, then she for sure gets makot. Yeah, But if he's weakening it, then Then he lowered the level of this vow, and it's not strong enough to get her makot. It's just another isur. It's nothing strong enough. So my, what would be the halacha? So the Gemara says Tashima. Let's bring a Braita. The Braita has five parts. And it's talking about a father and a future husband who uh, heard about a vow and one of them did an annulment and the other one died. So the Braita starts, When did we say that if the, the husband or future husband passed away after he did the vow, the entire reshut, the ability to, uh, to annul the vow goes back to the father. That's That's if the husband never heard about the vow before he passed away, or he heard it and uh, and he just kept quiet. He let that vow stand, or he heard it and he annulled, and whatever the case may be, he died that day, meaning he didn't do anything yet, and then it, it went back to the father. So the father gets the entire right to do whatever he wants. Zohi Shashanino, that's what we're talking about in the Mishnah, and this Mishnah is going to be later on on Daf Ayn. Zohi Shashanino metabal nitroknarashut la'av, that when the husband dies, everything gets emptied back out, it gets poured back into the, hus- into the father's lap, and he could uh, annul the vow that day. Aval im shama vekiyem, but if the husband heard it, and he let it stand, or he heard it and was quiet, and he died the next day, the father cannot uh, annul because the, the it's already too late, the husband already kept up that part. So you still have a part of the vow still hanging. And the Ramban, Rashba, and the Ran all explain that the Hidush here is, that if the husband annulled the day he heard it and then he died the next day, the father still has the ability to knock off uh, his part when he hears about it. It's only when the husband didn't annul it, he kept it up, that's when he passed away the next day, the, the, the father is stuck and he can't do anything. And that's the Hidush in part one. Part two of the Braita, Shama Aviha Veheferla, the father heard it, and he annulled his part. And the husband didn't hear anything until the father passed away. 
Zohi Sheshaninu, over there we taught, we taught Metaab, if the father passes away, Lonitroknareshut Labal. That if the father died, the ability to annul didn't empty out, didn't go to the husband. The main person over here is the father, and only he could get back whatever he gave to the Arus, but the Arus doesn't get what the father gave. Now, case number three is as follows. Shama ba'ala veheferla, the husband heard, he annulled. The father didn't hear yet, but the husband died. Okay, over there we taught that if the husband died, everything goes back to the father. And the Hidush is, I would have thought that what the husband did was very strong because the, because the father didn't hear about it yet. The only person who heard about it is the husband. Therefore, what he did is very strong. And when he annulled it, everything weakened, and therefore the father steps in and just knocks out everything. And the run explains that, no, what the husband did was nothing, and everything goes back to the father, and the father knocks out everything. Case number four is Shama Ba'ala Veheferla. The husband heard he annulled, and the father didn't hear yet, and he passed away that day. So now there's really like two reasons over here why the nether would have been weakened. Number one is the husband did whatever he did, he annulled. And number two, the the father never got the right to annul or to, to keep this vow because he passed away before he heard it that day. But the Braitas says, still, the husband cannot uh, now step in and annul the other half. Because the Arus, the, the future husband, could only annul if he's in partnership with the father. And although we're in the middle of a Braita, we will stop right here. We will continue it tomorrow. Baruch Hashem Le'olam. Amen ve'amen.